Also displayed in this gallery is another major Australian colonial picture. A picture of grand scale is William Pigeney's The Flood in the Darling. Here again we encounter that big sky. Australia is known for its big skies. Pigeney was born in Hobart, Tasmania in 1836 and worked in the Tasmanian Lands and Survey Department, no doubt developing his drawing skills. He was essentially a self-taught artist. He left there in 1873 to devote himself to life as an artist, moving to the mainland in 1875 and on to Sydney in 1880. But he simply did not stay in Sydney. He travelled, he saw, he felt. This painting, The Flood in the Darling, is no mere vision. It is an experience, for he did indeed witness the flood, and I think that sense of being there is powerfully illustrated. He has captured the sheer breadth of water and sky with a cinemascope efficiency and effect. Here the artist has lowered the horizon line. In fact, the glistening reflections of the water virtually merge with that silvery sky. The effect is one of infinity. But what I particularly like about this is that contrast between the fleeting breeze-swept clouds and the tranquility of the silvery floodwaters. Somehow it's daunting, but it's beautiful. And I think in the way it captures how many of the early European settlers in Australia must have felt about this vast continent. There is scale, there is depth, there's a kind of endlessness that's hinted at in this extraordinary and I think very beautiful painting. And speaking of daunting vistas, just to your right on the adjacent wall is another majestic landscape by Pigeny, Kosciuszko, painted in 1903. Here again we see a work of scale by an artist both entranced and awed by the grandeur of nature. Pigeny was a conventional artist, but few have captured that epic quality of the Australian landscape like him. We will now go into the big gallery in the centre, which is actually the largest gallery in the whole building. And it is a great celebration of that moment of national identity in Australian painting. This was brought about by the simple fact of artists doing what the Impressionists and others were doing back in Europe, of not painting in the studio, but painting in plein air, as they say, outside, in the landscape, thereby seeing and feeling the sense of place, and then transmitting that sense of the experience onto the canvas. The achievement of the French Impressionists was in conveying the fleeting moment, the passage of light and air, into a visual experience. And in the wake of their achievement, so Australian art achieved its unique and independent identity. <laughs> 